the Modern Black Man Podcast. Okay. Welcome to another episode of Modern Black Man Podcast. This week, I'm joined with my favorite co-host, uh, the big homies. You already know it's the OG Bobby Dollars and the homie Mo. What's happening, what? y'all? What, what it do? do? What it do? What it do? Man, y'all already know I'm more than excited for this episode. I want to talk about the news of the day. I want to talk about the conviction of Mega Crooner. Robert Kelly in this child sex scandal. It's been a long time in the making, and this may be the chickens coming home to roost. Um, how y'all feel? It's a lot. Man. <laughs> Look, you go ahead, Mo. You say what you got to say, bro. <laughs> bro, it's so much. With this situation and this subject, man, I'm a big R. Kelly fan. Don't get me wrong. I love R. Kelly. We knew this shit was going on back in the day, man. We That's did. If they wanted to get him, they could have did that shit a long time ago, bro. They knew what time it was, man. But now they wanted all the, all the bullshit to add up, everything to come together. Like, look. Hey, you know what? Like, like I was telling somebody the other, I was telling somebody today about this whole situation. It's the the wrong, hey, the right, the right man, wrong race. Yeah, that's the that's the whole situation about the whole thing, man. Hey, bro, they railroaded the shit out of him, man. I'm like, I'm looking at this shit. How you get a racketeering charge out of sex shit? <laughs> that's what we gonna talk about. <laughs> that's what we gonna talk about. Amongst many, many other things, because this boy was living trapped in the closet. Wasn't I was, I was, that's what I was looking at. I'm like, I was looking at the whole situation. I'm like, how the fuck do you get a racketeering charge out of sex shit? Boy, Damn. that's how they got my brother. That's Rico, bro. They got they the, didn't do the Rico like charge. They didn't do Harley like that. They didn't do, um, what's my other man's name that got caught up in the bullshit? My Weinstein. You talking about yeah, the water that got killed? Uh, um, it's uh, special. <laughs> it's a whole um, detail, man. What's the other guy name? This this uh, guy, man, a uh, couple of uh, I think it was like the Olympic nigga, the Olympic dude. Oh, yeah, White boy. Uh, Dr. Larry Nassar. Yeah, they hit him with racketeering. And all them girls he, he was messing with, that he was so allegedly supposed to be uh, touching or whatever, was underage too. Yeah, but you didn't yeah, get right here. Y'all gotta understand, man. Like, it's a it's a whole thing behind all of this, man. And I keep saying the same stuff to everybody, bro. It's not about the sex. It's not about none of that, man. It's about the fact that they losing money off of R. Kelly, man. Like, it's all business all the time. You know, they don't care about who he has sex with and all of that shit. They don't, they don't care about none of that, man. They care about the fact that R. Kelly was making, was bringing in damn near 10 to $15 million a year off of his music, even when he wasn't making no music. And then when this happened, all of it just... Yeah. All the, women, the women who was buying his music wasn't siding with him. They was pissed off and they just stopped spending the paper. So Yeah, that, yeah. I can see it like that. I can definitely see it like that. 
Yeah, racketeering, man. That's all racketeering is, man. Racketeering is about money, bro. It's it's a it's a it's a it's something that white people created years and years ago to get themselves out of the out of the problem. You Ooh. did what I'm saying. Okay. So it's just one of them things where it's like if me and you both are doing something that's creating fun, and then I can find a way to make more money than you are making at that present moment, <clears throat> then we can go with me because I'm making the most money and we got to figure out a way to get you out the picture. So oh, no. Okay. So I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. The instrument is a big-ass setup. Most of the time, because when it's all said and done, bro, I said this in one of my podcasts before. All these young guys, man, these athletes, these these rappers, singers, all these convicted felons, all these guys, man, when they go to go to jail and, and get these careers at early ages, they don't get an opportunity to be children. They don't get an opportunity mm -hmm. to be teenagers and young adults. Oh, you know damn. what I'm saying? So yep. when they when they finally get the opportunity to, to sit still and to settle in, they got millions of dollars. They got checks next to their names. They got fans out the wazoo. They go to the mall, women throwing panties at them. They losing their mind. So, shit, how would you feel at, at 18 years old and every woman in the world wants you, whether she in her 40s or 20s or teens? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to wear your ass on your shoulders. And then if you got people that's throwing the ass at you like, you just walk, you walk into your hotel room because it was said in them things like he would walk into his hotel room sometimes. And it's women, it's, right? They they done snuck in the room and already in there, you know what I'm saying? Like that wasn't always on him, man. It was the people around him, too. Like sometimes, let's talk about that, Bobby, because that's how it got to be racketeering because yeah. he created his own yeah. industry. And uh, I've done a lot of research on this, y'all. I didn't hear yeah. some things, man. Um, one one of the things that I had uh, uncovered here, it was the system of the process and how they got it to racketeering. Uh, one of the schemes that uh, allegedly were em employed or what they uh, convicted them on uh, was that it was systematic. So he would have uh, people in his organization systematically get girls that they all knew were underage. He would give them a wristband. That's how he could identify the ones that he wanted. Uh, when they were at the concert, uh, what I heard from CNN, mm. <laughs> that he would throw <laughs> panties at the one that would go backstage, the panty drawers that he wanted them to wear. Uh, and then wow. during the show, they, with the bands, would have to be in a certain proximity of him. And um, it, was, it was racketeering because he had so many people involved. It was so elaborate. And he never wanted the witnesses to fraternize, engage with each other. That was what made it systematic. So he'd have five, six gals at a show, and he'd bust a couple of them before the show. He'd have them uh, at halftime during the show. And then the ones that he really wanted, they'd be uh, either waiting on the room for him, or he would take them back to the room and exploit them. Uh, so, mm -hmm. so he pretty much was paying these females. Bruh. Okay. I, I, might, I don't want to get too lost, but I'll tell you about one that I uh, had heard about. Uh, we all know about Sparkle's niece. Uh, yeah, the one that was on the video. That was on the video. Yeah. And then there was another young lady they were talking about um, in his ploy. This is how he would get them. Uh, it would either be wristbands and panty drawers if he got them at the show, and he would groom them like most sexual predators do he would tell these victims that he was going to take care of them for the rest of their lives. 
Wow. And that's how they stayed on and would operate in silence. Um, they were talking about a, a, a young lady who was um, only 17 years old in Orlando that um, he, he, he promised her that uh, he would get her an audition, but he had to come first. And, uh, you know, he, he would he would make him do what he wanted him to do to him and entertain him the way that he saw fit and, and he dropped that line on him. You know, uh, I'm going to take care of you for the rest of your life. Uh, I'm going to need you to do this. I'm going to pay for your surgery. I'm going I'm to buy you this. I'm going to buy you that. Um, and he just had a whole network of them. And he was grooming them for years. Uh, he had a living girlfriend in Atlanta that was like only 19 years old. Uh, I'm sure we all have heard about a couple of years ago. Yeah, I heard about her. Yeah, like he had a network, and we all know that he was even friendly with the parents because he married Aaliyah when she was what 15, 16 years old. Yeah, see, see, that's where I'm at with it, man. Like, I don't. The reason why I don't agree with a lot of this, man, and the reason why I'm calling BS on a whole lot of this, bro, it's like. Okay, B, I know you ain't got no kids. Mo, you got any kids? Yeah, I do. I okay. got four. Okay, so how old is your youngest? My youngest is two. Okay, do you have any that are in grade school, middle school, high school, anything like that? My my son in middle school. Okay, when your son when your son go to school and the school is about to do something extravagant or they going on field trips or they going to an orchard to pick apples or anything like that. What does your son have to do? Yeah, a parent's permission for him. Exactly. So you mean to tell me all these kids are 16, 17, 18 years old, they're all minors, and these parents aren't being told, like they just kidnapping them from shows and just taking them home with them and stuff? No, it can't Ain't be. no way. They talking to these parents and they paying these parents and these parents are living in poverty and dealing with the yep. bills and all the bullshit. And then yep. when they say when they say, hey, well, look here, man, when they tell me we'll take care of you for the rest of your life, that's what they mean. We're going to give your mama. We're going to give your mom and your dad a million dollars and y'all should be good. But I just need you to go on tour with me for the next three years. That's think it. They're going to pass that shit up and they ain't never had no money, man. And they've been. Right. Hell no. So I can't agree with. A lot of it, and a lot of people going to be mad. They're going to come at me for it, man. You know, they're going to be pissed off. But I'm a logical dude first, man. And I got two kids. My kids are 23 and 20. It was never a damn time. Even when I was coaching and had little bitty kids, I even had to have kids' permission slips to do coaching and stuff like that with contracts and equipment. And that's come, a on, fact. come on, well, man. Bobby, so it's interesting you say that because, you know, that's what R. Kelly did. He got their parents' consent. Exactly. So, so why? So the question is, is why are we even discussing a lot of this shit, man? If they're yeah. not gonna don't, they're not gonna do it the right way. Yeah. What it exactly. is? Again, we need to rewind exactly. Rewind this little episode, this little ten minutes and forty five seconds we've been on. Mm -hmm. Hear what? Hear what I said at the beginning, all over again. It's all about the money, bro. It's yep. all about the money because R. Kelly is a phenomenal singer. Man, all, what? They yes. all they already lied and said he was illiterate and couldn't read and couldn't write and all that shit. You bro, know that we're gonna get to that on the back end. All the yeah. all the things we didn't found out about bro. Guys. Man, you know that was bullshit, bro. That was absolute bullshit, bro. Right. That's, that's, yeah. that's there is no way this man can play music and write music and do all this different shit and he can't write <laughs> words and spell. Come on, man. I don't fucking ghostwriters, man. I can't stop that bullshit. Yeah. And then, and then also, his ex-wife said he can't read. Alita's parents said he can't read. Everybody talking about he illiterate. 
You heard right. me? And that was one of his issues. Right. Uh, they would talk about when his childhood trauma because R. Kelly was abused as a child. And that don't mm-hmm. have nothing to do with him getting a high school diploma or getting his GED or none of that shit, man. But it has you everything know, like, to do with his insecurities. As men, we all know that we we all uh, overcome adversity. And I think at one point he may have been illiterate, but you made a great point, Bobby. How are you going to yeah. be a, a award winner, a, a multi-platinum artist, and you can't read or write, right? You, yeah, I don't get that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, because because you gotta because you gotta you gotta catch the the back end of this, okay? You got you gotta catch the back end of this. How in the hell does this man can't read and can't write, but he wrote life for for uh Casey and JoJo? He wrote he wrote another song for uh Michael Jackson. He wrote another song exactly. for Beyonce. So what the fuck? He recorded the song verbally and, and, and then <laughs> sent it to him and said, "Sing it like this." Like, right. come on, man. You know, my biggest one of my other issues is the fact that they are diving into R. Kelly's cases. They're surviving R. Kelly. They're doing all of this shit. Yeah. And yep. they're getting they're getting 200 percent in depth on this man to try to ruin his career and take him yes. out. But but we didn't get all these details on the OJ case and we didn't get all these details mm-hmm. on, on the pudding pop man and, and Bill Cosby. <laughs> Hell, we didn't get all these kind of details from Harry Weinstein. Hell, the women didn't even want to talk about it. They was like, hey, exactly. I, don't, I, I don't, don't, don't forget about everything. Don't forget about everything. That's he what I'm saying. He had yeah. he had a network, an elaborate network. Yeah, man. And then the other crazy shit about all this is all these women are screaming "Me too, me too." But if you go back and you look, shit, sixty percent of the women that got trafficked and brought in was by women that worked for them. Yeah, that's how it works. That's how it works. You know, Harry, uh, uh, what's his name? Epstein. She yep. had he, he, he had a whole assistant. He was screwing that was bringing girls in for him for fun. She was the one that was bringing. Yeah, exactly. You know uh, what I'm let's talk about that. His handlers, his crew, whatever entourage, whatever you want to call them, they were women. And yeah, Sparkle man. brought him her niece. Exactly. I was the interview where she talked about that, she tried to clarify it. She said, uh-huh. she said some vile things about Kells. She said that R. Kelly met her family. And R. Kelly told her father that she looks so good that he masturbates to her. Man, uh, to the father's <laughs> face. He said, Your daughter looks so good. Uh, I, I jerk off to her. He told that to the man, parents. Get uh, that, man, come yeah. on, bro. Come on. And and we didn't and we didn't hear no news reports of a parent fighting R. Kelly and getting shot at and going. Uh, Sparkle talking about a banger. She said, My daddy gave me a banger. And uh 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 the Breakfast Club was the interview. And they was like, well, why didn't your pops use it on Kells when he said that to you? <laughs> you really, you know? Man, if that was that motherfucking daughter, I would beat his ass. I don't give a fuck what they say. They wouldn't have been no right. They wouldn't have been. They would have seen that mother. The last time they would have seen his ass, he would have been on TV. But motherfucking, he would have been on the motherfucking on the bed. That was the fuck he would have been at. Yeah, man, real up, talk, man. bro. Real talk, man. And don't get me wrong. I have to say this. I know this is your show, mm-hmm. uh, B, but I have to say this. For every woman that listens, don't get it twisted. Don't think that I'm just siding with R. Kelly and I don't like women and all that. Exactly. I got, you know what I'm saying? I've been married for 21 years in October 14th, and I, I have a 20-year-old daughter, man. But at the same time, the fact is, is I have to be logical about this kind of stuff because I am yep. a father and I am a parent. You right. know? So my and daughter, I got and I got a nineteen year old daughter, so I feel the same way you feel about the whole situation. I'm like, hey, you gotta be logical, man. Like yeah. you say, with money involved, it definitely was money. That money stopped flowing. That's when my fucking mouth got diarrhea, man. Yeah, yeah. 
See, the problem, bro, I have is that when people start to volunteer information, they making up shit. You know what yep. I'm saying? Like, your story is only going to be so long, but when you keep coming back with the and thens and thens and thens, that gave you time to think about some other bullshit to add to it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? An authentic story ain't going to be that long because they're going to tell you what they can remember. But when you constantly, and then, oh, and let me tell you, oh, and then this happened too. You just sat back for the last hour thinking of some extra shit to add in. Like, come on, man. They got him, bro. That's some bullshit, man. But have you noticed that the conviction isn't about the sex? It's about the racketeering, like you said, Bobby. It's about the money. Yeah, man, it's always going to be about the money because America is in debt right now. America is in, in serious debt. And then not only that, but the USDA, I mean, not USDA, I'm sorry, the US dollar is starting to become null and void. China not using our money no more. They're creating Bitcoins as a universal currency. And then, right. and then, you know, America, shit, Mexico don't even use our money like they did no more. Like, it's all kinds of people in America that is ex- accepting other forms of payment than the dollar and you knew you should have known that was happening anyway when we start getting a shortage of coins and they start taking coins away like shit that's the easiest thing to make hey speaking of that of the american dollar man i told b B text me i told b i was in greece man i just left greece man i went to greece last sunday on the 19th and i came back yesterday and man bro I was in Greece, man. As soon as I got off the plane in Athens, man, they was like, man, I tell you what, whatever you do, go ahead on and just um, go ahead on and just exchange your American money and get the euros, man. I was like, what? Yeah. Like, yeah, man, because a lot of places in Greece do a lot of places in Greece do not take the American dollar, man. At yeah. all. So I was over there, man. When I got off the plane. I got enough, man. I ended up getting about three hundred dollars in euros, and that shit lasted me the whole fucking time I was there, bro. Yeah, exactly, bro. Cause think about the bubonic plague. Think about Ebola. Think about mumps. Um, yeah. Think about think about all these tragic um, diseases and viruses and all this kind of stuff. Even HIV. Think about mm. all all of this stuff that has occurred over the years that we've been around. And I'm forty four. So think about think about all of this stuff, bro, and all the people that have died. And then when COVID comes out, which they claim has been in our system our entire existence anyway, true, it's just, it's just now coming out. Why true. all of us? Why all of a sudden now they're giving us all this money and all of this stuff? Hell, they they've been they giving out stimulus checks to everybody because the fact that the dollar don't mean shit no more. They exactly. They, they done produce so much of our money that's not being used all over the world. They just giving it back to us. Just to- in economics, we refer to that as it inflation or hyperinflation because that's yeah. what's coming. Hyperinflation is on its way. That'll be here before you know it. And then yeah. once once hyperinflation hit, that's when the shutdown of Wall Street gonna come and, and yeah. the stock market and all that's that. Man, Bitcoin is gonna take over simply because people are interested in it. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. It's just crazy, man. And R. Kelly was a top earner, bro. Like, I'm talking about Grammys out the ass. Um, out the ass, man. This man was making songs that white people were using at weddings and, and, and inspirational parties and Jewish weddings and all kinds of stuff. And now, since that's not happening and his name is being looked at in a negative light, it's like, we got to get rid of this guy. But you know what his net worth is in 2021? What's the network on that? His net worth in 2021, R. Kelly, uh, awards out the ass, negative 
Negative two million. Negative two million dollars. Well, that you know why, bro? Because once he finally did get convicted and been in jail like he has and can't produce music no more. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent sure they gave all his masters and the rights to his music to to Jive or whatever record label he was with. Jive, he was with you know, Jive. You so, heard it here first, folks. Listen to Apple Music. Uh, get as much of the R. Kelly uh, Ouvre compilation albums as you can because they will be pulled. Yeah. He's going to be canceled like Kaz was. Um, it, it's it, it's real like that. Yeah, so all that money that he getting, man, mm-hmm. all them in- instrumentals that they still play in the movies out right now, all the songs that, that he done made that's on commercials and stuff right now, mm-hmm. all, all that shit is going right back into the uh into the system man into the into the horse he ain't getting none of that money you know he ain't gonna see none of that money that's the reason why they, they trying to make him like that they did the same thing to michael jackson bro like oh mm-hmm. he he crazy he not this that and the other then they took never never land from him he molesting kids there and this that and the other it was never you know he was I'm never convicted with, yeah and i'm with dave Chappelle. why would a 10 year old right now be concerned with michael jackson who in his 50s he ain't never heard that damn music he don't know nothing about no damn michael jackson so what is he at michael jackson house for hanging out other than the parents exactly. taking them there you know what i'm saying fuck out so, of here with that good shit man right so yeah i don't see um i don't see r kelly coming out of this on top i think wow. it's gonna be one of them things where um they're gonna either do two things they're gonna either lock him up throw away the key and you'll never hear from him again or they're gonna kill him off and once you know those, it's the latter you know yeah, one, once those two things man. happen shit, they get that money like that once them two things happen they get that money bro mm-hmm. for what two decades now because i know i was in college i had a girlfriend right. uh show me the r kelly tape when it was still on phs yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean i think I don't know. I think that R. Kelly tape shit, man, probably happened early in his life, bro, because that man was married. That man was married like a mug, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like you think and he, he got a little town. daughter that's 19, 18. You know 19, what I'm saying? Yeah. And you think he out of town doing all these shows and gone for months on end and his wife ain't never around. Hell, she used exactly. to be, a back- she was a backup dancer. You think she ain't don't know the game, ain't keeping tabs on what's going on on her husband? Hell, I've been married 21 years. I can't even go in the basement without my wife calling my name. So I know like oh, his yeah. wife ain't, you know what I'm saying? That's why hell no. With the daughter talking about he was abusive. He was physically abusive to her, sexually abusive. Uh, she uh, had him arrested a couple years ago on uh, back old child support. He owed uh, yeah. six figures in child support to her. Um, right. Everybody well, told uh, him out. First child, mom? All right, what, what you say, bro? I ain't hear you, Mo. Which kid was this uh, that he owed back child support to? Uh, and- Andrea, the Andrea, the one that was on TV and the backup dancer, his wife. Yeah, his yeah, wife. Andrea. That was that was the only wife he had, Andrea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay, okay. And she's yeah, not, I'm not, I'm not uh, disrespecting the woman. It's just that you would think uh, a mega artist like R. Kelly we might have something a little slicker on his arm. Um, right. You know? Yeah, um, she wasn't she wasn't the best looking uh thing in the world. I tell you but, that. But she had that motherfucker back though. A hundred percent usually deal with. Yeah, at I think <laughs> No, nah, go ahead, my bad, bro. Go ahead. No, I was just saying at one point she did have his back, but everybody's selling them out. All the people who say, well, Yeah, man, what's they, they done? Bro, once they start scratching your back and giving you that paper, man, you'll turn on anybody, bro. If you if they came to you right now, bro, and told you uh, B, 
if you continue to do this modern black man podcast, we'll give you $10 million in the next two months, but you're going to have to stop talking to your mama. You ain't going to be able to call your mama no more. Shit, that you're going to sit down and think about that for a few no, minutes. No, I'm like, not. Like, I'm going to block like, my mama. What are you talking about? <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, so, think, so you got to think, like, they come to Andrea telling her, hey, look, you shut your fucking mouth. Don't say a word. Anytime they ask you anything about R. Kelly, you just either deny it, no comment, or you go against them. And we'll make mm -hmm. sure you and your daughter's taken care of forever. Damn. For the rest of your <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Correct. That's how it was, I think, with Aaliyah, too, until she passed away. And then when she passed away, he stopped giving them that money. And then it's like, oh, no, we got we to gotta do something about this. We got to nah, live a regular people, life. No, nah, Aaliyah's people's loyal. Because I really think that that was real. They sold their daughter. They sold their daughter. They yeah, sold her son. Man, it was reports said that the mom was screwing R. Kelly, too, man. The uncle? Yeah, that seems like he's an old. Because he goes to meet the whole family. You know, that situation with Aaliyah, man, was her fucking uncle is the one that said something. Uh, Leroy. Leroy. Like Barry, is that right? No, Barry Ackerson. You know yeah. Barry Ackerson is her uncle. So yeah. Leroy Sparkle's uncle, because this nigga had all yeah. uncles uh, at the studio while he was uh, molesting they, they, they family. Exactly. Barry was in there when the shit was going on, man. And then he all about, uh, he didn't know what the hell was going on. Motherfucker, you knew what was going on. <laughs> Niggas catch amnesia. Man, people don't care until it concerns them, bro. That's exactly. Talking about he ain't know what the fuck was going on. Man, get the fuck out of here. Yo, yo fucking 15, 16 year old niece in the studio with a grown ass man, and you don't know what the fuck going on. You crazy as hell, bro. Sparkle, man. when she was on that Breakfast Club interview, that's exactly what she said. She was getting calls uh, from people at the studio talking about. Why is uh Robert up here? Why is Rob in the studio with her? Dijon, I think is her name. Uh, why is he at the uh, studio with her? And we don't know where her parents are. You ain't here. A ain't no family around. What's going on? And that's when Sparkle finally said, you know what? I just felt like something was wrong. And I started to investigate. Kels pulled her deal. He broke all association with her. Uh, yeah, her turned against her. And that's when we had the... Uh, that that tense moment when this first happened. You remember that? When it just seemed like this stuff came from outer space and it was in every hood. Uh, it started off on VHS. It got dubbed the DVD. It was on the huh? internet. It was... All of a sudden, the video came out. Who leaked the video? But, but, <laughs> right, but right, you remember right. seeing the video? And remember everybody was joking? Remember Dave Chappelle's my hold up. Is that Aaron Hall? Remember when they was joking? And yeah. I mean, he was very much into it, whoever the man was, and he favored Robert Kelly. And I think that, yeah, he was, that was the end. That was the end. That's a that's pretty damning evidence uh, when everybody in every major city uh, has proof that this may have happened. And I'll be the first to admit, I denied it. I didn't think that this was a possibility. I just... I don't know. Did I put R. Kelly on a pedestal? I thought it he was, was just bagging bad ones. I didn't nah, know it was. You know what really fucked him up though, B, is when he when he blamed his brother. His brother, mm. his brother ended up. You know, he said that 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 was his brother on that videotape. His identical twin, damn brother Bobby. Yeah, he said that that was his brother on that video. Shit, one of them might have been. It, may have. It, it was more than one video, man. It was like it was a couple of them. I saw one in the sauna when uh, the girl was raping him, 
she was all on uh damn R. Kelly. The the gal she was she was nasty. Uh yeah. she was prompting him and cheering him on the whole time. And nope. Uh, nope. it just it just didn't I you know the one that I think that kind of looked like him was the one when he had old girl in the chair, man, and he had his face all in her ass, and somebody said, said his name, bro, and he looked around and said, huh? You, and you could see on the video, like, what the fuck? Yeah, I would never deny it, man. I would never deny that he probably was in one of those videos, man. I mean, I mean, goddamn, you got to think, man. Ray J was in the video. Shit, Nicki Minaj in the video. Kim Kardashian got two, three videos. Wait, Nicki Minaj got a video? Like, yeah, man. Like yeah, a lot of them, video. Man, bro, a lot of them videos be a part of their career. That shit they have to do. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. Yeah, I, that's what I be thinking. I just want to talk about the abuse because uh, we was kind of getting to At least I was joking about it. Uh, about how aggressive the young lady was in the sex tape that I saw. Yeah. Um, as the report started to leak out, this is a major issue for me. Uh, they were talking about him having herpes. And uh, he was giving all his victims herpes. And the girl, um, <laughs> she, she brought it to his attention. And they showed all the court artist pictures and renderings of him. And you can see how emotionless and lifeless uh, he became. The, the caricatures didn't even look like him. Um, with, with that being said, I think it's true. Um, but I don't think it's fair. Because if he has herpes, like they say Usher has herpes, does that necessarily make him guilty if someone else has it? Because that was his defense in court. Well, she could have got that from anybody. And you said damn right he could have. You could have. And it's, I, I, I'm just, I'm left with that as, as 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 I'm 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 a little disturbed by it because he had a private doctor, and this underage girl had to go to his private doctor, and she found out that she had genital herpes, um, and he just took care of her because that's what he did. That's how he was able to protect and insulate. But she, oh yeah, you right. But I'm gonna just say where the paperwork at. But he got his private doctor. So. And he made him sign all these consent forms, non-competes, non-disclosure agreements. He was papering mm. up. He had every lawyer backing him. He had his. He had everybody kind of working to keep it insulated, which again feeds to the racketeering charge. Um, I, I, I'm just, you know, he had to. And I mean, I, I, I'm as I'm evolving here. That's an admission of guilt. I, I mean, I, that's an admission of guilt. Um, talking about that gal in uh, Orlando, Florida, who's 17. The police came to the hotel room and they asked her for ID. She said she was 18. She gave them the ID and they gave it back to her. And before they left, they asked Kelly, if you ever need security when you're in Orlando, let us know. Gave them their cards and left. Again, that was his MO. That was his process in every city. He had, I mean, he, he, he's a megastar. Uh, I, I couldn't believe it. I didn't believe it for years, y'all. I mean, like decades. I didn't believe it. Um, yeah. I'm still struggling with it. But the, the point I'm making is that it was pretty elaborate and the abuse was pretty deep. All his victims stayed around for years. So Yeah, they did. He kept their pockets wet. He did. Yeah, man. That's and that again. That's the reason why I just don't agree with a lot of this, man. Because 
again, I have to say, man, I'm not shaming any women. I'm not saying anything is wrong. I'm not saying that they not they know that how they, they approach the situation, but I just feel like if something really occurred, if it was something really going on and it was bothering you that much, why are you waiting? What what are you waiting on? You know what I'm saying? Like, like if somebody raping you or they putting their hands on you or if you're not literally kidnapped and chained up in a house somewhere where you can't get out, why aren't you saying something to someone like what what is where is the upbringing? Where where is the, the thought process that says, I don't care that he's a superstar. I don't care that he makes millions of dollars. I'm only 15 years old. This dude, 27, and he's just raped me last night. Are you yeah. his defensive attorney? Because because that's motive and that's consent. Right. Uh, I mean, like it's just it's just common sense, bro. Like, I mean, come on, B. If 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 you at if you at work, bro, and you put your lunch in the ice box, and you and you go to eat at lunch, and your lunch gone, shit, you finna say something? Who ate my motherfucking lunch? Hey, man, what's going on? You ain't. You ain't, you ain't gonna wait until December around nah. Christmas when they do a potluck and say, "Man, I remember back in August somebody ate my lunch." Like, come on, man. No, nah, like, I put I put vile stuff in my food once my food's gone. Once my food's missing one time, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna get you. But I mean, but you but you get what I'm saying, though, bro. Like, yeah, I do. it's just human instinct to mm-hmm. to to literally defend yourself and say something when things aren't going the way that you plan. So yes. so who's coercing these kids? And keeping them quiet for 10 years and now they 26, 28 years old, 35, 34, 47, coming out saying, well, in, in 1994, when R. Kelly had vibe out, you know, I was I was I was I was 26 and, and he was 29 and and I didn't want it. But he forced himself on me. Well, now I'm 44 and, you know, I, it's been bothering me like, God damn, where, where you, are you asking? Where is the statue? <laughs> I don't know the statute of limitations. That is a good point. Like, uh, why do they wait for anything to happen to Cosby? Exactly. I don't think it's a statute of limitation for rape and murder, man. Ah, yeah, there is. Uh, yeah, it is. It's one for rape, but it's not one for murder, though. Is it not? Okay, okay, okay. You know, actually, I don't think it's a statute of limitation for either one because a rape can occur now and they can get convicted for 20 years from now. But it's yeah. a federal right. charge. I guess it could have. I don't know. Um, but but that's a good point. Right. Like that's the victim uh, mentality. Right. Um, yeah. When they come out 20 years later, that I was I was so embarrassed and I was so scared and I was so afraid. And I think as men to us. Uh, I'm speaking uh, ladies that are listening. I'm not apologizing like my colleague Bobby. I'm saying that uh, when women <laughs> yeah. way too long, uh, you know, it's, it, it does seem less legitimate. And I don't know why that is. I think that is so unfair. Uh, but I think that's the reality, right? Yeah, I, I would say so. I mean, I mean, I would say so, bro. I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I can't, I can't put a finger on it. I don't want to put a finger on it. I just know that when it's all said and done, man, when somebody wrong you, if you if you're an adult, you're gonna say something right off. If you're a child, you know, if you're a child and you and you have good parents, they're gonna kind of key in on your your behavioral patterns and the way that you act and know, you know, all the, all this week my baby been in her room. She ain't came out the room all week, you know, when normally she in the living room watching movies, talking stuff with us, having a good time. Like if you're a parent and you're not noticing that kind of stuff, then you're not a parent. You're a roommate. You're not, a good parent, you're, you're not you're not doing your job, man. So the fact is, it's just like, hey, man, 
for all these people to come out 20 years later, my thing is making me feel like the well ran dry and people mad now. You know what I'm I saying? I agree with that point. I agree with that point. But y'all, I, I, I've been doing so much. I, I didn't uncover so much, and I've got it from legitimate news sources. Uh, these little these little chicks was nasty. They he was blackmailing them. Is what the damning thing is. This fool had iPads, cell phones, video cameras, camcorders, record everything, um, because he was blackmailing them, uh, as the case dictates. He would make them pee in cups. He would make them rub feces on their face. He would, uh, yeah, he was making them do some real vile stuff. And I mean, I'm just saying, my 15 year old daughter bet not. You heard me. I'm yeah. I'm sorry. How do you raise a little monster like that? And how are there so many women uh, that are so morally corrupt? What's going on? Are we failing as fathers, mothers, communities? Where are we going <laughs> wrong? I don't know. I keep my mouth shut on that point, bro. I mean, I mean, what I was disturbed by it because it's, I'm sitting here as a man thinking as a husband, right? I want to do strange things to my wife, but I can't just go pick up randoms and underages everywhere over the world and do that kind of stuff. I don't get excited by that. You have to have a, a, a clinical problem to, to, if this is true, to be doing something like that. And I mean, it works both ways. Uh, the the women that are engaging in these acts, as well as the men that are soliciting them. Yeah, I I mean, yeah, I don't know, bro. Yeah, like but I mean, yeah. And one time when they said R. Kelly, they were trying to say that he had mental issues or some shit at one time. Yeah, they. I mean, he he. I think he was a victim of sexual abuse. I mean, he I was, was as a little boy. You remember that, uh, that he, song he did about his mama? Was it yeah. uh, uh, Satan? Did he remix Satan? Yeah, Satan. Yeah. He talked about he wanted to drink uh, uh, the cup with the coffee mug where his mama's lipstick was. Do you remember that yeah. on the record? He yeah, said I remember it. that song, man. I'm about to go back and listen to it, man. Yeah. And death to it, man. Oh, man. See, y'all got me on that part, bro. Because, again, like I said, I'm more logical than anything at first. And I'm not the type that read into stuff. I read literature. I don't read into literature. So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't really, I can't grow, I can't grow with y'all on this part, man, because it's just like, I don't know, man. Cause a lot of the times all that shit just sound like hearsay. It sounds like it's just rhetoric, man. It's back and forth. It's nothing that, that has any kind of any substance at all. You know what I'm saying? And you know, and a lot of them songs and stuff that man wrote, you know, the ones he remade, like Sadie was a remake. Yeah. So I'm more than sure that that wasn't even something that he wrote or put his two cent in. That was probably something somebody said, man, you should do this song. Your voice it was so the beautiful. interlude to the record, though. He he. Ta- I, I got to find it because you're right. I don't want it to be hearsay, but yeah. I, I did hear it. Uh, it might have been somebody even doing a voiceover. But, yeah, uh, but the, I mean, the, I, the person says exactly that. Uh, I love my mama so much and I miss it because his mother passed. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was talking about how he loved her so much. And as a little boy, he wanted to drink. Uh, where her lipstick was on the coffee mug, and it just it doesn't sound too appealing. Um, but you're right; it could be. I mean, but that's a kid. Into it. But that's a kid, though, bro. Like, I mean, yeah. shit. I don't know, bro. Like, if you if 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 you if you're a child, man, and you growing up in a single parent household, and your mama is everything. It ain't no telling what you do for your mom, or hell. That's probably how some people wind up becoming 
uh, transsexual and transgender and mm -hmm. stuff like that, man. You know, they grow up and they around their mom all the time and they love their mom and they they see how respected their mom is and all that kind mm -hmm. of stuff, man. And they might they might generally think to themselves, well, hell, in order for me to feel as good and look as good as my mom do every day, I have to be a part of what she got going on. So, you know, there's there's always going to be men that have uh, feminine traits and things like that because that's they grew up around their mom, their mom and their aunties and stuff so much, and they see the way they pop their gum and do their mannerisms and their hands and do to be mm -hmm. straight as straight as he can possibly be. Probably have two, three kids and everything, but when you look at him, you'll think in your mind, oh, he he might be gay. You know, and yeah, and, and he not. He just have that. He just real in touch with his feminine side because his whole life existence, the first two decades of his life from zero to 10 and 10 to 20, he was around his mom and his aunties and his cousin. You know what I'm saying? Facts. So, so, you know, you really can't you really can't pinpoint nothing like that, because the way a person feels about a loved one is just the way they feel about a loved one. Like. When 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 you have a, a child and your child die untimely, you are sleep in their bed. You are mm. you know what I'm saying you are you are you are put on one of their t-shirts or something just to feel and, and smell them again and be around them again. That don't make you crazy. That just make you sentimental. You know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's an emotional prowess, man. And it's not one of those things where you know you should actually feel like you're doing something wrong because you love your mom and like if something happened to my mama man i'm going over her house and i want every single book that she has ever bought and purchased and everything people mm -hmm. might say people might say damn why you want books bro like books she my mom probably got about 300 books in her house why you want books because my mom read all those books <laughs> and she took time out of her days to understand those books she even gave me a few of those books that she enjoyed that for me to for me to read you know what i'm saying Right. So, so that's why I get to that point to where I'm like, you really can't judge nobody for the way they feel about their family. You know what I'm saying? Like, I agree with you. I agree with you. You know, that's kind of hard, man. And to be emotional when it comes to situations like that, man. Like, you know, I don't know what my wife and daughter and son to do if I died. I mean, I wouldn't be here to be able to tell, but they yeah. might might wear my hoodies. They might wear my clothes. Shit. I mean. You never know, you know. And that what I'm doesn't saying? make anybody a cross-dresser if it's your wife and your daughter. You're right, you're right. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So you really can't you really can't put a finger on some of the things that they trying to mm. to bring bring up. To me, I feel like when you don't have an argument, when you don't have a fight, you just figure ways and and that's why when you get into what you get into it with your lady and y'all be going back and forth and y'all arguing and then the argument get hella heated and she's lost, mm -hmm. she's lost for words. She ain't got nothing else on you. She start breaking up shit back in the right. day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 10 years ago, five years ago. I remember when you, when you was messing with old girl, man, I was in high school. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, what the fuck? So it, it be like that sometimes, bro, where, you know, when you don't have a, a leg to stand on, you're going to find a couple sticks. You know what I'm saying? So that's just how it is, man. You know, it's just really weird. It I think I, I think we lost Mo, bro. I think he's going to jump back in. Um, but um, I, those are all really, really good points. Now, I, I really appreciate that perspective. Um, but my, my next point is this. Um, if I'm finally gone through all the five stages... And I'm finally at this uh, front of acceptance. What does that really mean for us um, and moving forward? Um, knowing that our company rippled through our culture uh, entirely. Are you kidding me? Step in the name of love, 
uh, all the, I mean, just just the the oeuvre. I mean, he's got he's got our our culture, our lifestyle. I think he's got the '90s. I think he's got the 2000s. And all my memories uh, are, are are very closely tied uh, to to the soundtrack. I know the first time I was able to get some, I know I was listening to some R. Kelly and some yeah. R. They yeah. both got herpes, right? Like, <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not traumatized or scarred, but uh, that is a big deal. And I mean, I don't, I, I feel like I don't know what to do with this being true, finally accepting it. Shit, the Bro, first time I learned, people shit, the first week. time I heard, you motherfucker. You can't get mad generally or trip off of what another individual does, man, unless it's, mm. it's impeding your growth or stopping you from being who you are. Like, or Kelly screwing some kid ain't make or break me either way. You dig what I'm saying? And I'm not going to stop listening to his music because of the endeavors he did outside of the studio. I feel that I mean, way like, and I'm disturbed by you it. Know, like, I can't stop listening to it. Like, here, That's how the, I feel. <laughs> man, hey, here's, the, here's the thing, B. Music is the soundtrack to our lives, man. Yes. So yes, how, how, how are we going to literally erase the whole 90s out of our lives? You know that's, what I'm saying? Because he's been around 20, since 1992 when he came out with Vibe. 20 years, man. Life. 20. Yeah. So how are we gonna, you know what I'm saying? Sex me, bump and grind. I there think I, can, I think I can fly. Step in the name of love. Come you on. know, uh, just just a few of them that just a few. I don't know even want to talk about all his hits. He got know, so many. Imagine step in the name of love. They they erase that from our memories and take that away from us. You know how many weddings that people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that was one of the happiest moments in a man and a woman's life, bro. And you want you want to erase that because R. Kelly made a mistake and did what he did, whether it was a mistake or not. But because he did what he did outside of work, motherfuckers ain't stopped watching the Cosby show. You dig what I'm saying? They they still got reruns of that on all the time. Shit, Harry Weinstein movies are still out. You can still download them, buy them, rent them, all of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I, I think um personally, I think. With music, be, music being the soundtrack to our lives, man, you just can't, you know, you just can't do. It. That's like that's like Master P. Uh, you finding out Master P did something wrong, and we supposed to erase all of No Limit? How? Do. Like I'm, how? I'm still make them say uh, but you hear um, me? I, I want I want you I want y'all to make that point. I'm gonna make another point uh, about erasing history, but I want Mo to uh, if if you got anything on what we was just talking about, because okay, <laughs> um, I'm gonna jump right into that point erasing history we try to do it with these southern generals because of the evils that they uh the atrocities that committed against humanity um is it fair to do that to r kelly hey, hey b i don't know what's yeah. going on why should keep going in and out, man? no you good i was uh i was seeing if you wanted to make a point oh man he out again uh <laughs> yeah he did he did say that he's going in and out uh, but um yeah. i don't know man. i don't know man i I keep, I mean, like, I'm, I'm going to keep doing what I do. I'm going to keep listening to the music I listen to. Like, I'm at a point, I'm too old now, man, to be trying to start over with my life and, you know, like the new astrology and all that kind of stuff. I'm not finna not be a Leo no more after 44 years because, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm not, I'm not finna do all of that. I'm not finna erase R. Kelly out my mental Rolodex. I'm not finna erase Bill Cosby. You know, I'm not for to erase OJ Simpson. This man holds the, the biggest record in NFL history for running the ball. Like, come on, man. Like, 2K. I don't know, bro. I just be feeling like some of this stuff is so written and some of this stuff is so in your face that they 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 plan. Like, I think they be planning all of this shit, man, for it to happen when it does and how it does. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
That's, you think that's, the government is behind this like they were behind our leaders in the 50s and 60s through civil rights bro, and think, throughout our history? I think the government is behind everything that goes on, man. Everything. You know, that's why they're so prominent. That's why you can't that's why you can't stop them. You know what I'm saying? I, I believe that I believe that about everything. Just like I believe the mafia and the mob made the Catholic Church so prominent that that's the reason why that's the only religion you're gonna get in in Italy and Italians and all of that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, no, but I ain't gonna we, we was out of town. That's why Michael. Man, I ain't finna talk. I ain't finna talk about no religion, man. My bad. No, no, you good. Um, but yeah, that's that's just how I feel about it. I agree. I don't I don't want to get rid of my memories. I don't change anything up. I want to keep moving forward. If there's no more new R. Kelly records, I'm gonna celebrate the records that I've heard and the memories I've made to them. Um, I'm just really troubled with the next chapter uh, holds for us because okay. I think All it's going right, to be you. a tragedy. Yes, I think there's going to be some fallout from this. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they tried, they was trying to like Oh, Lord, their mogul with that damn, uh, what's the name again? What happened? <laughs> what, what happened? No, nah, we just laughing at you, bro. You on the whole recording here doing like 80 things other than talking. No, nah, man, uh, <laughs> no. I had to go in there and talk to somebody right quick. I'm sorry, my bro. I'm just talking stuff, man. (laughs) Nah, man, I'm back. But you gotta know, man. Every single, every single era of our lives repeats itself to a point to where they try to recreate and reinvent the same thing over and over. And they they do it in sports. They do it in the movies. If you look at the movies right now, every single movie coming out is something that already been out, and they just remaking it with, it. Different, with, with different people. Same, mm-hmm. same with the music. If you listen to music, all you hear is the same beats over and over and over again being rapped over and sung over by the new artists and stuff. So you got to think to yourself, man, after R. Kelly got to a point to where he was like impenetrable, to where he was just sitting top tier, it was time to knock him down and they tried to replace him with Trey Songs. So yeah. that's well, why they Usher. Nah, Usher wasn't nah. there. I nah. think you're right with that Trey Songs though, because I used yeah. to not like Trey Songs, but he's the he's next. He is yeah, like think about all the artists, bro, that 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 sing songs and move the same way those other artists did. They 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 did the auto-tune, they did the auto-tune thing with with Zap and Roger. And then, then they they did it with T Pain, and then well, T Pain was V quarter. When he V quarter, he had the better equipment. T Pain had the better equipment. Yeah, yeah but it was, it was it was, but it was still auto tune. And then they gave him yeah. an opportunity to purchase it all. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like like if that was the case, why didn't they let Roger when he came up with the tube in his mouth? Him and uh, him and what's the name? I can't think. Zap. Zap. No, no, it, it was a whole nother group though. It was a whole nother group oh, that was word. doing that too. I don't know if it was Earth, Wind, and Fire. I can't remember who it was, but it was another group that was using that same tube that mm-hmm. that, that Zap and Roger was using. And um, and why didn't they why didn't they break that as a new wave, new sound, new new way of making music, and then let him, you know, put his touch on it and dive into it like they did T Pain? It was because they just went back into that circle. And it's the same. It's the same with R. Kelly. They brought uh, not Usher, but they brought. Uh, Trey songs in, and all Trey songs sings about is sex, and yeah. then he and then he has these these elaborate slow songs and love songs, just like R. Kelly did. 
they call R. Kelly the king of of R and B and all that, but then they start calling Trey Songs the prince of sexual R and B. You see what I'm saying? Right. Uh, like that. That's kind of. Hold that's on, wasn't Bobby Brown the uh, king of the prince of R and B at one point too? Who you say, Bobby Brown? <laughs> yeah, that, he was self-proclaimed the king of R and B. That's because back in the day, it was just New Edition and the boy bands that was out, and he was like one of the one of the first solo artists that was sexual on stage and dancing and doing all that. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. He was he was one of the first solo solos like that, you know. So I, that's the way I was looking at it, bro. It's just they just three sixty in it, bro. It's the same with the clothing. And yeah, the history movies. is doomed to repeat itself because there's nothing new under the sun. It's all a cycle. Yeah, life is a cycle, right? And I, I I couldn't agree with that more. Yeah, that's all it is, man. All these women with the same hairstyles and the lace front rigs and all of that. They was doing all that. They was doing all that shit back in the day, man. If you look at, if you look at um, uh, uh, Effie and them, what, what's the movie? Uh, Dream Girls and all of that kind of stuff, bro. They weren't wigs just like the ladies are now. They weren't waist trainers like the way like the ladies are now. Um, back in the seventies, they they prided themselves on. They called them spandex and biking shorts, but now they just leggings and yoga pants. Like all of that, all of that shit, man. It all just repeats itself, bro. That's all it does, man. Over and over, and then they give it a new title, a new person, you know. And that's that's just what it was. You know what I'm saying? That's just what it was. They did it with ABC and um and Crisscross and bought out Bow Wow when they yeah, when they, yeah. when those guys went away. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's the same thing, bro. Same thing. All like all the female, female rap group did the same thing. What? Who it uh? When they had when they had left eye and TLC and them doing the doing the rap in the uh mm-hmm. doing the rap in the uh R and B they doing this shit all over again. Yeah. It's all the wave, yeah. Yeah, and they and they gonna keep redoing it. They did they did the same thing, like you said, with TLC and the girl groups and stuff, bro. Like TLC was so prominent as a three member girl group that they they wound up trying to do it with black. And um and what's the other girl group that with the chick that passed away? Um and uh old girl that played Tasha on um on Power. Yeah, seven oh two. Then Destiny's Child, they say, you know what? Yeah, you know, they say three is good, you guys. Three worked with TLC, three worked with them. Then it was the same with En Vogue. En Vogue, you probably just need to be three SWV. people. Yeah, Don went on her way. You know, yeah, bro, like. India shit. did porn. Yeah. <laughs> salt and Pepper. You know, salt, salt and Pepper did the three girl thing. And, right, uh, Pepper did porn. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying, bro, like. <laughs> It it all just kind of reiterates itself, man. Over time, that's it. That's so, it, man. The whole time. Last all point the- I want to make: um, we've established that this is going to be a racketeering charge. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know what else to refer to this besides Rico, because that's all I know. Uh, yeah. But if this is a real Rico charge, who else is going down? Because that's isn't that how you make a Rico legit? He got to yeah, have circle. You gotta have somebody else to go down too. It's somebody else got to go down with him because they established that it wasn't just him. It was systematic. Who else is going down? His fuck some people on his team. Who? Yeah. I don't know no names. Do you? Well, look, man. A single name. Look back in the. <laughs> look, man. Back back in the day, bro. They created this Rico charge shit because 
you have a, a kingpin, a drug, a drug kingpin in his right hand man. Okay. Then you got all the lieutenants, sergeants, workers, killers, shooters, hitters, all of them. And once they finally found all the dope, found all the money, found all the killers, all the people that was a part of the group, they could they could charge those guys with anything they wanted to, but they couldn't charge the drug kingpins and, and the bosses because they was never in the room with the dope. They, right. were, they, they never touched the dope. They That's never right. rode they never rode in the cars with the dope. That's the reason right. why like uh Al Capone and and uh Bugsy Siegel and all these people never got caught up. Because they never had to deal with it, but then no, that's they, how they got Al Capone was Rico, isn't that how they invented it? But that's why they created the Rico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, because, because of him. Because mm -hmm. then that means now that as long as you were a part of that organization, you're we held you're you. held liable. That's yep. why they see guilty they, by association. They can't do a Rico with R. Kelly because it wasn't a group of them fucking a bunch of women. It was just him. So mm -hmm. it's his. It's basically his lawyer's word against. The parents' words, time has evolved. They gotta find footage. They gotta find old underwear with DNA. They gotta find yeah. like they gotta find something that's exclusive to what's going on. And since they can't find all of that, they're gonna hit them with racketeering because quote unquote, they paying people. They paying people for shit. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Ra racketeering is just a conspiracy of moving money, bro. That's, that's all, all it is. Mm -hmm. that's, that's all it is. It's a conspiracy charge of mo of moving money. No <laughs> fingerprints, just the paper trail. Right. You racketeering that's when it. you when you when you washing money and money laundering and all that kind of shit, bro. And that's oh. basically that's basically all it was. Like a dope dealer washing money. It was just a sex fiend paying people to do things he wanted to do his way. And exactly. Again, after he stopped earning and 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 he he dialed back, he started getting older and people wasn't listening to his music as much no more. We got to find a way to get rid of this guy, man, because he's still collecting royalties and making money off of us. We got to get rid of this guy. So, like Dave Chappelle said a long time ago, the best way to do it is to pronounce that this person, the person is crazy, or this person is is on drugs, or this person is dealing with stuff, and that's not, and that's not even it half the time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yep. They they just have proximity. It's uh, an assumption. It's not really proof. It's uh it's a conviction with a lack of proof. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's all it is, bro. And they 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 let you watch enough movies and TV shows sure. where they put that shit on there so that way you you numb to it and you can understand it and they don't have to give explanations. They can just say, oh, it was Rico. And then you're like, oh, okay, okay, and then let it go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think you agree with me. I think y'all agree. We don't know who's next or what's next. It's just him. He got yeah, real yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, he definitely got real, buddy, man. That's yeah. some bullshit. He did. He did what he did, and he did it by himself, man. And and I really believe that when he started talking about his brother and all of them shit, I think uh, he his brother and them really was into some shit. Mm -hmm. really everybody was. I think everybody in the clique probably was, but he's he's falling. He's falling. For yeah, him. you got to get the big name, man. Don't nobody want some little ass names. We want the big guy. Yeah, man. I I always felt like when when a superstar make a ton ton of money, and you still got family members that's in the street and doing stuff they ain't got no business, they expect you to keep them funded as far as the dope and the keys and all that exactly. goes. And once that's you get locked up and that mess with their business, they gonna snitch on your ass too. They gonna yeah, yeah. That's what I can, that's what I can get, man. 
Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, Rob, 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 my brother, man, and I love him to death, man. But that wasn't me, dog. I ain't do that. I would never do nothing like that. That's exactly. How they, yeah, you know, they did Vic like that. Yeah, Vic, my cousin, man, for shit. Like, nah, bro, y'all motherfucker took Vic down. He could have been still taking care of y'all ass, man. Right, bro. Because you know how they. Yeah, I ain't gonna talk about Vic because I got, I got, I got too much on that one. I got too much. Michael Michael Vic was my dude, man. But I'll tell you what, bro. It's, it's only two words in this world. I mean, it's only two letters in this world, bro. Two letters that create one word that make everything bad for everybody, and that's N O. Mm. Yep. No. Tell a motherfucker no. It's over. Lose your life. Yeah, I mean, real talk because because yeah. no 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 is so functional, bro. It's so so functional that it creates it creates a problem and an imbalance. If you if you with a woman and she says no, you gotta abide by that. No means yeah. no. Yeah. But if you but if you with a woman and you tell her no, she gonna flip the fuck out. She gonna trip on you. What you what you mean no? What you fucking somebody else? You don't want to be with me. You know it's it's so imbalanced, bro. And it's the same way with the money. If you go to a bank and you ask them for a loan and they say no, it fucks up your whole situation. But mm-hmm. if you but, but if you go to a drug dealer and he come to you and be like, bro, uh, I need that paper I gave you so your life could be better, and you tell him no, that's finna fuck up your whole situation. You might My end whole, up you see what I'm real saying? Real though. <laughs> them two letters that create that one word, man, it's the perfect imbalance, and it makes our whole society Sorry, corrupt. You know what I'm saying? For real, man. That's real. That's a fact. Yeah, man, I appreciate it, man. Yes, sir, bro. I, I I couldn't I couldn't believe it, man. I really thought I really thought it was gonna be uh, uh, Robert Kelly and Jay Z not guilty. Uh, I really did think it was gonna be smooth like that, but now, yeah, yeah man. Oh, man, and it, hey. and it's really it's really not gonna be now that you mention him. It's really not gonna be like that because Jay Z is a part of the whole uh, Illuminati. The whole, Nah, I ain't finna say no Illuminati. I'm saying he's a part. He's a part of the whole elite epsilon of of, 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 of our of our society. You know what I'm the saying? Upper epsilon. Yep. Yeah, when when they talk about that, that when when you hear them talking about that upper room, they ain't talking about heaven, bro. They talking about the all these niggas that got all that paper and they standing over us, making everything happen the way they wanted to. Mm-hmm. It's funny you talk about Jay Z because Jay Z was one of the first ones to distance himself from. Uh, R. Kelly. I don't know if y'all remember Best of Both Worlds, but that would have been an album that we would have been talking about for 20 years if Jay-Z and Kells would have actually finished that album. That was some good music. Y'all remember yeah, that? bro. That was, that, was, that was because again, Jay-Z earned all the money he could earn out that, out that nigga and that was it. You know what I'm saying? And, and once, the, once, that, once they topped out and made the money they was gonna make on that tour. That once they once they start making all the money they can make on that tour, that's when you start hearing all the reports. Or oh, Kelly, a prima donna. He he a diva. He he want this. He want that. He he constantly want want you to have this ready for me. He want this ready for him, bro. Or Kelly been doing that shit his whole career. Like why all of a sudden when he go on tour with Jay Z, it's a problem now. Exactly. You know, a bigger name because maybe you're right. Uh, we talk about that upper echelon. He might really be connected like that, right? Yeah, man. Of course he is, bro. He's the he's like one of the first black billionaires, like Dr. Dre, and you know what I'm saying. All these guys that's out here that's straight making the paper without doing the work. You know what I'm saying. When Dr. Dre drop a, he ain't dropped the album since 2000, damn one. Since the Dre, since the explosive song, right? 
Yeah, that was chronic two thousand. That was Chronic two thousand one with uh with uh Nate Dogg and Snoop and Exhibit and all them. Yeah, mm -hmm. and 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 the crazy shit is is just like uh just like Fifty Cent and his vitamin water. It took some look at to make some headphones and say, Dre, if you endorse these and put your name on them, we could really make some money. And that's all he did. Dre ain't sending no made no damn headphones. Dre, hey, Dre you know, same with the vitamin water. You know, 50 Cent, you got this deal with your shoes with Reebok and your G-Unit shoes. And then you got these G-Unit clothes out. And, you you know, you should go ahead and put your name on this brand of vitamin water, man, since you work out and you're in great shape. Shit, we could make tons of money. Why wouldn't he? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I would without a shadow of a doubt. You know, but the, the problem was with all of that was that because black people, because black people are so are so intrigued with the fast life and the bullshit that we're not every, intrigued with it. We're slaves to money. Well, well, you could say that, but I'm a, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say intrigued with the fast life and all of that. That that's the reason why so many people like Diddy and Dame Dash and all of these different people came out with alcohol brands and different kinds of liquor and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Snoop Dogg coming out with all these different kinds of weed and all that because they know that's what we're gonna spend our money on. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? A, a, a nigga will go buy a, a, a case of a case of beer and a, and a twenty dollar bag of weed before he pay his damn cell phone bill. Shit, sad. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, shit. We gonna promote it. We gonna we gonna get these guys to endorse it. Hell, it's the same way right now. Our culture is so prominent with the dancing and the TikToks and all that kind of stuff. Why you think every McDonald's commercial and every Coke commercial and all this got some nigga rapping or somebody dancing, some kind of choreographed dance? Yeah. So that's our culture, bro. They calling Drake a culture vulture. Nah, man. McDonald's is the culture vulture, dog. Target is the culture vulture. Walmart is the culture vulture. Like th that TikTok is the culture vulture. It ain't got shit to do with the people that's trying to earn and live their life. You know what I'm saying? It's about the big name companies that don't want shit to do with us, but utilize everything that we have to offer to make themselves better. You know what I'm saying? Man, bookend to bookend. It's just like you started the show. Uh, it's all about the money. Yeah, yep. right, real talk because they'll take a black person, man, and say, "Hey, man, we'll give you we'll give you twenty dollars an hour if you come work fifty hours a week." Market the fuck out of. You know what I'm saying? And you know, and you know what that black person gonna do? Shit, I'm finna go get that money. I'm finna go get that money, nigga. We talking about twenty dollars an hour, fifty fifty five dollars a week, money. Yeah, it's all about that. So before you know it, you got a you got a whole group of black folks that's make making everybody else's dreams come true. You know what I'm saying? So nah, man, like nah, bro, like that's that's all wrong, man. And nine times out of ten. People lose their careers and lose their lives because they're not making certain people money no more. I, I couldn't agree with that point more. I think that's a definitely a good point to close. Um, it's it's all about that M-O-N-E-Y, man. And Kells, he was keeping all their pockets. He, he was lining their pockets up real nice, but these, these court cases caught up to him. And I mean, yep. he probably should have been a billionaire he probably should have been a billionaire because when was the last time you heard about him running a record label, artists going underneath him, him right. contributing to music or doing any other endeavors? He's involved in Hollywood, He's not involved like Kobe Bryant was with the uh, uh, technology and uh, moving industries that we have now. So, yeah, it's all about that. Any, uh, any promos or uh, social medias you want to drop before we close? Yeah, um, man. go ahead, B. No, 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 I'm cool, man. I I mean, like, 
I mean, I, I, I'm cool, bro. I, I, only thing I'm gonna say, man, the last thing I'm gonna say about all this, and I'm and I'm gonna walk away from it all, bro, is that again, man, you got too many people standing around one person, gifting him everything. Yeah. Now, when you got people. And I wouldn't doubt if R. Kelly was broke, bro, to be honest with you, just like TLC was, just like Envogue was, like all of them. I wouldn't doubt if R. Kelly wasn't getting but maybe two to five cents on each album in his three in his 360 deal. That's crazy. And I'm willing to bet my life that his incentives, his perks was was all of that sexual shit and going on tour and, and lavish hotel room okay that's and, a big point that's a big you know point. what i'm saying like i don't think he was making money like that because if he was i'm almost 100 percent sure he would have had a brand and put more money into what it was he was doing as much as he talked about coming off the south side of chicago or whatever and didn't have no money and didn't have nothing and I mean, 80%, look at Lil Durk and all these guys that come out of Chicago and all of that. They all making money and trying to do different stuff and got paper and all of that. Why R. Kelly never had a brand? How he went one of the biggest brands in the world on tour with Jay-Z, but never had a brand. He never had a clothing line. He never had anything. Hell, if he was that into sex, you think he, he would have did like 50 Cent and created his own dildo or something. Like... Exactly, bro. How did this man never have any kind of brand to direct his attention or his mindset on something other than women and 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 partying? You're not going to do that when they keep forcing that on you. If everywhere you go, you got women waiting on you in your hotel room, that's your focus. If everywhere you go, somebody's telling you, hey, man, you ain't got to worry about doing no shopping, bro. Uh, Polo going to send you all them clothes you want. You ain't got to worry about buying no shoes. Nike going to send you all them shoes you want. Your focus ain't on shopping and spending money like that. It's still on them women because that's what was gifted to you. You know what I'm saying? So... That's just my last thought about it all, bro. Like I feel like even myself, I am I am a business. I'm a brand. And my my half the time, bro, you can't even catch up with me to sit down and have these great conversations because I'm always focusing my energy on making my brand better. So right. so how can this man make as many millions as he did? Damn near became a billionaire and didn't have nothing. I mean nothing to show for it. That's a that's a hell of a point. Um that is that's a great point. And I mean, that kind of gives credence to the whole argument that he might have been a real sex machine. Yeah. I mean, all he cared about was, you know, was getting in them draws and yeah. he had nothing to show for it. And now he in a cell and I just, I, I, you know, my heart goes out to his family, uh, to all the communities and, you know, all over the world and all the, I, I guess, victims. Um, I think that it was also brilliant that we haven't seen a lot of these victims, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we we yeah. haven't been able to catch up with them and know who's who and see them and identify them. So, I mean, this could be a huge score for justice um, if he was a predator uh, the way that they're saying he is. Yeah. Yeah, we got to watch out for all of them, bro. And Trey Song's going to be next because... Oh, he- Trey messing up, though. I'll I, I, I be on Twitter. <laughs> you be seeing Trey on Twitter? Yeah, I be seeing them, but I'm saying Trey, another one ain't got no brand. He ain't got no name behind himself. You know what I'm saying? But he's out here prominent and one of the biggest singers in the world. You know what I'm saying? Him and Chris yeah. Brown. Chris Brown, too. Chris Brown ain't got no car line or no clothing line or no, like, he ain't got nothing where if his he, music he career. He is in some brands. He does have some brands now. Uh, uh, Chris Brown, he's a huge talent. He, yeah, but. He got so much talent. 
But what does he do, bro, when it's all over? Yeah, yeah. I you see what I'm saying? Right. I mean, even, bro, even Rihanna figured that shit out with the help of Jay-Z. That lady got, that lady's a billionaire now off of I was going to say, is she a billionaire? Yeah, yeah, bro. Like, all these people that are relevant, man. Everybody in Jay-Z camp is a billionaire. Let's be clear. Rockefeller yeah. niggas is billionaires. And they have a brand, bro. I mean, yeah. even even Mariah Carey got a brand, a perfume. Britney Spears had perfume. Hell, even Christina Aguilera had perfume. You know, I mean, like. I don't know. Once once this conversation is over, bro, and you do your editing, it'll dawn on you. You'll, you'll, see, you'll see what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? No, I do. I, I, I couldn't agree with you more, man. I appreciate you uh, dropping on uh, because what do we do next is, is just where I'm left at because, like I said, I feel good about this, about this but it's where we're at, and um, I just hope that the next chapter in our American lives is a successful and prosperous one because that soundtrack is what's important to my heart. And that soundtrack uh, was significant for my life. Yeah, I like that, man. Prosperity comes with knowledge, too. So we got to figure all of that out. Absolutely. You want to, um, I, I, man, I know you'd be working on stuff. I'd be seeing uh, uh, everybody waiting on the end to freeze. Uh, <laughs> I think you're recording something new in uh, November. If you want to talk about uh, some of your uh, Triple OG stories uh, that you uh, uh, already have out, are developing, and have coming in the future, um, let them know how they can get a hold of this. Cause yeah, you know what? Is. Actually, nah. Actually, nah, bro. Fuck that Triple OG story shit. Like, right now, bro, I'm doing something. Right now, I'm working on mental health awareness, bro. Like, we got a lot mm -hmm. going on right now. And I, I put out one episode already called Depression. Um, and it was with um, it was with Alex Ewan and uh, I mean, Alex McEwen. And it was also I had some great people in there that was dropping off messages and stuff like Shan from She Gets It podcast and um, and and, and uh, Delvin Cox from Delvin Cox Experience. Like um, I'm working on episode two right now. Um, I also had DeMarco. I had Marco the Prince on there also on episode one. Episode two I'm working on. I'm editing right now. That one also included uh, Alex McEwen again, as well as uh, Shannon Fersner, who is uh, the host of Five Five Minute Pod, Five Minute Convo Podcast. And um, I just won't. I just. <laughs> I don't think they can hear me if they. <laughs> but anyway, I just want everybody to listen, man, because it's it's real. It's something important, man. And I'm learning that mental health is really really serious, bro. So. You know, Triple OG stories will be back November 1st. But right now, man, y'all check check out, you know, this series I got out on mental health awareness. Uh, we going to get that on Apple Music. Are you on Spotify? Where you yeah, at? Where man. You anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast, bro. I've been out here for three years. So my, my um, podcast is touching all of them, man. Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, uh, Breaker, Breaker, Pod, Podbean, like everything. So yeah, Amazon won't take me. So uh, I ain't giving you no free promo. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up, man. I appreciate you having me on, too. Thank you, bro. Man, thank you for your time, man. Uh, I appreciate all the perspectives. I think we lost the homie Mo. Yeah. Um, Y'all already know. I think that's at UnkFam357. Uh, that's uh, Instagram. Uh, forgive me for not remembering the rest, but uh, incredible TikToker uh, all day long on you can find me on all platforms. I'm everywhere. 
Uh, you can find me on uh, everything. Christian Mix, Snapchat, <laughs> Facebook. Oh, my Twitter, God. <laughs> Christian Mingle. <laughs> LinkedIn. You can catch me everywhere. Uh, uh, at Chubby Idris Elba. Until the next episode. Peace.